Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one. In the end zone is Jerry and Ely. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Well, as Lane Kiffin says, you can't go 2-0 without going 1-0, and and that's what Ole Miss did in week one. 28-10 was the win over Troy on Saturday. We've got text messages coming up. We're going to talk with Harry Harrison, Jake Thompson. We've got a, a new thing that's going to be going on near the end of the show, which is the C Spire Connolly Trophy watch list. We're going to talk about all those guys and what they accomplished over the weekend. And we have a full house. Uh, Gary, Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, guys, who wants to talk first? <laughs> grab a mic and go. <laughs> grab, grab a root and growl, huh? <laughs> that's right. Get on in <laughs> there and do something. Was you, know? A, you know, one and oh, that's all you can say. I mean, they're a good first half, kind of a lackluster second half. The coaches started experimenting and, you know, they had a 28 to three lead and, What's there to lose? So, hey, find that, figure out your team, use that half to do that, and they did that. So, I look for them to keep improving. I think they're going to improve too. You know, people play. You know, Dart started. And of course, Altmar's supposed to start next week, but I, I thought Dart made a good run. I thought he overthrew some people and uh, didn't hit some guys. But I'll tell you what, our running backs were extremely good. I mean, they they really showed out. You know, any time that you can run the football and play defense, Gary, you got a chance, right? So, you know, the the passing game left a lot to be desired, let's all be honest, but they can run the football and they can play defense. Without a doubt, the first part of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. With over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture, they're ready to guide you through your financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Now it's the five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham currently operates nine Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. Let's Outback eat boldly tonight. Thanks, Gary. Here's five thoughts that I have from the football game Saturday. One, the Ole Miss fans, way to go. 60,000 against Troy in the beating down sun. You can't get much better than that to open the season. 
two, the linebackers. They were the big question mark on defense outside of the running backs coming out of fall drills, and they were really the star of the game along with the running backs, which leads to number three, the running backs. What a three-headed monster Ole Miss has between Judkins, Evans, and Bentley. Judkins is a star in the making. Evans is a guy that can go 80 anytime, and Bentley, he's dynamic as well. This offense will be built around them. Four, Kyrie Coleman. This guy played like he was shot out of a cannon. The TCU transfer had five tackles for a loss and two sacks at the linebacker position. Five, the most important point, any team that can run the football and play defense has a chance to win any game. Football has not changed. The offense will get better with the passing game as they get settled on the quarterback. Five negatives from the game I saw. One, I have to start with the quarterback play. When's the last time Lane had a quarterback that threw for less than 160 yards in a game? Well, it was in 2014 with Blake Sims as the quarterback for Bama. We all remember that game very well as Blake threw a last-second interception to Sinquez Colson. Two, the second half. Three turnovers and multiple penalties on defense and offense seem to be uninspired football to me. Three, the wide receivers. This group is too talented to not make plays. They had several opportunities to make more plays than they did. And they simply didn't get it done. Four, the offensive line. They showed cracks in the scrimmages with the pro pass set blocking, and it showed again against Choi. They're going to have to improve in that area. Five, the offensive flow. Yes, Charlie Rice is a new offensive coordinator with Lane Kiffin, but th- the flow of the game just wasn't the same as it was under Levy. I'm sure they'll get more smooth as they go in the season, but the flow has to get better. Five things with Yancey brought to you by the Outback Steakhouse, and we will have more of all kinds of things happening on the program tonight. Harry will be with us to break it down from his perspective. Still have text messages coming in at 662-426-1093. People asking the questions about two-quarterback system and moving forward. Uh, what the attendance was. We'll get a little bit of all of that going on and more. Jake Thompson's going to be with us as we go through it. Guys, I know this was just week one, the whole week zero thing, and then week one is kind of confusing as it is. Were we just or was I just that excited that football was back, or have we had some really good college football so far? Combination? Pretty good games. Pretty good so far? Really really good games. And And some blowouts. And some blowouts, (laughs) but... It didn't get much better in that last minute and a half of that LSU-Florida State game. Well, the, the way that that changed back and forth, back and forth, is like two teams who didn't know how to win a prize fight and somebody that, had to win. And, and there's a lot of that, too, because of transfers and things, and we're still getting accustomed to each other? Absolutely. No I question. Think that's, I think that's a, big, that's a big part of Ole Miss. No, it was some really good games. I mean, especially Florida beating Utah like they did, and, you know, nobody expected that. I mean, you watched the game last night, LSU, so uh, so some good stuff. All right, coming up, Harry Harrison's on the other side of the break. We will be talking with him about what he saw from the booth, and we'll break down almost beating Troy just a little bit more when we return to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. think car we want you to think canon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered we're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve 
even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. A Labor Day edition of the program. Gary, Chuck, Gancy, Gordon. We got a house full inside the studios in North Mississippi. Rhino is producing things from the central part of the state, and our buddy Harry Harrison is is somewhere. Where are you, Harry? Man, I'm sitting here at my in my office at my house waiting for you guys. It's a Monday night after the first game. A lot of things to talk about. Absolutely, Chuck. Take it away, Harry. Uh, I thought you, you being a defensive guy, I thought the tackling was really good for an opener, and I and I really love the play of all our safeties and our linebackers. Chuck, I, I totally agree with you. The only thing I wasn't real happy with was those underneath throws. They got uh, they got to uh, complete more than I would like, but I thought tackling was very crisp. The fact that we substituted quite a number of players and it was still no no drop off. In fact, sometimes it got better. Uh, was 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 a nice thing to see. Also, Tashim Johnson is is a in in my opinion is a, is a star in the making. No doubt, <laughs> he he's uh, you know there's there's guys that do well they can run fast and and jump high but there's guys that know how to play football and he's one of those Chuck he's got a great football IQ seems to be in the right place at the right time good open field tackler 
not the tallest of guys, as we know, but uh, very much uh, one of our leaders back in that secondary. Harry, we talked about the linebackers um, all spring, all during fall drills, and they really played an unbelievable game. Uh, were you taken back a little bit by how well they played as a group? No, I mean, that's I, what I've been seeing against uh, an Ole Miss offense. I thought they played well. I, I tell you guys, when you go out and practice against uh, the likes of uh, Zach Evans and Keith Judkins every day, you're going to get pretty good because they're going to they give you some problems in that run game. So I thought that they stepped up and played well. And, and part of that, Yancey, is the defensive front was able to keep uh, those O-linemen off of those linebackers. Much easier to make tackles when you don't have a guy hanging on you. I'll tell you something, Harry, what really impressed me about them, they're running backs. I mean, Ole Miss's running backs. I mean, those guys were phenomenal. You know, Ulysses Bentley, I mean, Judkins, I mean, they, they played extremely well. Yeah, and we, and we knew that was a very big potential coming into the game, Gordon, for sure. Uh, but, you know, that all starts at offensive line, and I thought uh, those guys played well, you know, especially the first half. I think we had 206 yards rushing at the half, and Second half got sloppy, made some mistakes, a few penalties, not nothing bad there, but some you know, definitely turnovers. We got to clean that up, and and I, and I know we kind of started, you know, hey, let's see what we can do throwing the football. I, I didn't, I didn't think as the middle of the third quarter and on rolled on that we weren't very crisp there, uh, and, and sometimes that that uh, lays on the snap of the center. Sometimes that's on the quarterback. But I, I thought after the middle of the third quarter that that was not as sharp as I'd like to have seen it. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, I wouldn't say complaining, but kind of second-guessing Jackson Dart a little bit in his first start. But, I mean, let's be honest now. The kid completed 66% of his passes. Uh, He was under a lot of pressure um, quite a bit, especially in the second half when when Troy figured out all we were going to do is try to throw the ball. Um, I didn't think it was that bad at outing at all. Well, no, when you look at the statistics, Chuck, I totally agree. Uh, his long ball was not uh, not good for him. Uh, I thought he moved very well in the pocket. I thought he avoided pressures. I got to him, I think, once, but uh, uh, hurt him a few times. But I thought his, his pocket presence was very, very good. Uh, you know, once again, his touch on the long ball is something he's going to have to work on. But people need to remember these these two guys, Jackson Dart and Luke Altmaier, are both coming into their sophomore season. You know, Jackson, I think, started six games out of USC out there last year. But still, these guys are young. So if you go back and look at the quarterbacks before them, when you go back to their initial season, uh, it's uh, it's not as pretty as it got later on. So we'll have to keep that in mind. Fans don't want to do that, Chuck. But, uh, you know, I thought the kid played pretty pretty well. Uh, we'll get a chance to see evaluate the other side that come this Saturday. I thought some of those long passes early were – just a matter of adrenaline. I mean, because he overthrew him by five yards, and we've been watching him in practice, uh, Harry, and he's he's got a pretty accurate long ball in practice. Well, and that's probably true. You know, he did uh, – I just like for him to put a little more air under those tosses, Chuck. I mean, obviously he, he threw it on the line and over, overshot our guys. But uh, that will come, you know, every game – the play of the game slows down, especially for quarterbacks. And, you know, once you get comfortable in that rhythm and the game slows down for you, then you see the field better, you got better touch on the football. But, yeah, yeah, it was first game jitters, no doubt about it. New place for him, a whole lot of new faces that he's playing with. So I don't think it's any doubt, uh, you know, first game jitters. You know, and it was not a huge game. Troy, yes, good team, played hard. 
we weren't playing Alabama or LSU or someone like that. But uh, anyway, uh, I think there was some nervousness there. Harry, the unknown that we had that uh, I was pretty impressed with, surprised actually, uh, the punting and kickoffs and, and place kicking. I I didn't think Fraser Mason had a very good spring, and I was worried about his consistency and how erratic he was in the spring. But I thought he did an okay job for his first game. And then uh, Cruz looks like he's going to be a heck of an addition. When's the last time we've had a place kicker that kicked every kickoff for a touchback? Uh, you're going to have to tell me that, Chuck. I, I, I don't know. Remember, but, yeah, I, I, I thought Cruz was a real good pickup. I've been saying that all fall. I had not seen him kick off, Chuck, so I, I didn't know how far he could kick it. I, I thought his field goal accuracy in practice had been pretty darn good. Didn't get a chance to do that, but obviously extra points are uh, – are big, you know. Ask LSU about that. How big they can be? <laughs> yeah, and field goals, <laughs> <laughs> and field goals. In other words, the, the special teams is just clearly one third, and and uh, when you don't play well on that side of it, you can it's easily sticks out. And that happened last night. So, if Florida State had lost last night, how many people from the Seminole country do you think would have been calling for Mike Norvell's head after that pitch down on the one yard line? Mm. Yeah, unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, the kid certainly took his eyes off of it, but uh, still, you know, you're down on the one. Why even? Why even try that? Just turn and hand it, or you know, straight ahead, or the quarterback can sneak, whatever it might be. But uh, that that pitch, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, and unfortunately, it did go wrong. Not as many Chuck as are already wanting Mr. Kelly out of Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's already going around. The great state of Louisiana. That's They've a seen really, enough. Really, really, really patient fan base. <laughs> They've seen one game. That's it. No more. Harry, I I love the idea of Luke getting a shot this game, and he told them both before the season opener. You get this game, Dart, and you get this game, Luke, and let's see what you can do. When's the last time you've heard of any coach doing that? And do you like it yourself? Well, number one, you got to have two players that equal, Yancey. But no, I haven't heard about that in quite a while. Normally, it would split up, you know, series in the very first game. But uh, interesting, I don't think that he made that public. I could be wrong. Nobody no, knew about he didn't until post game. So I don't think he made it public. But apparently, he told the two kids, and I think that's a you know, great way to do it. Look forward to seeing what Luke can do this weekend. Because you know, I, as we talked about at nauseum, this this pre preseason sets up with these non-conference games to where we could be able to do that. I mean, could you imagine going in the SEC with Kentucky and, and then uh, going to Vandy and Auburn and LSU? You don't want to be in that situation come then. You know, it's amazing. All during preseason, fall camp, how many fans came up to me or texted me or called me or whatever and said, oh, Kiffin's, this is a smoke screen. It's all Jackson Dart. It's not equal. That, that's baloney. Uh, and I kept saying, guys, I go to practice. They look about the same to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Chuck. I mean, one day one of them might be a half inch ahead, the next day it, it flip-flops. But they they look very similar. Uh Luke Augmeyer can run. Jackson Dark can run. I, you know, I think we had one uh, quarterback uh, draw the other day. And, and, you know, I think that's all that they deliberately set up for Jackson Dart to run, picked up six or eight yards. But depending on defenses, you know, that that's always a, a play. Both those kids can run. And, and they could throw. It just, you know, it's a matter once you get in live action. We've been talking about this, Chuck. You get in live action when somebody's coming at your head. 
you, you process a lot differently than when you know it's going to be two-hand touch, and that's what we got in the first game. We'll see how Luke reacts in, the, in game two. Harry, thanks for being with us. Good to see you in the booth last week, and we'll see you coming up on Saturday. Absolutely. Great stuff, Great Harry. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you, man. Thank you, Harry. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929. And now they have 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Coming up next, text messages. And we'll also take a look at the Rebel Injury Report. A little bit later on after that, Jake Thompson from the Ole Miss Spirit comes our way, and we'll take a look at the C Spire Connolly Trophy watch list. That's on today's Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? But clients of the Faris Group may not have these worries. Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can check their website for whatever you might need in the home or condo or uh, whatever business you might be looking for in the Oxford Lafayette County area, they've got it for you. So a couple of questions, and one was was simply about estimated attendance Saturday and the capacity at Vaught Hemingway. Well, the capacity is 64,038. The attendance was announced at 60,533. I thought it was a great crowd, Gary. Um, you know, look. Troy doesn't have the sexy name. Ole Miss in the last decade have been playing really big games to open the season. And when you're playing a team like Troy in the 95-degree weather, 
and it was humid as it could be. I thought it was an outstanding attendance. Yeah, and Troy brought some people. They did bring too. some people. They, they filled up a whole section. Oh, in, yeah, they were all around town. It was, yeah. it was, uh, I thought they represented well. You know, and I, I just made a, a mention uh, of the, the crowd to Brett Norsworthy, who was sitting next to me. And like immediately after that, someone texted me a shot of traffic. I mean, the game was already mid-first quarter, oh, yeah. and it was at a standstill. Yeah, out on six. Yeah, yeah. Out, that's right. Out on six, late getting in, and they were just stuck. And so we had some late arrivers that, that may just a hung, they may just hang, a little, little out in the grove, hang on out there for a little bit, kind of stuff. So, yeah, we got we got to come we got to be a little earlier than that, people. You know, and, and I'm gonna say this: I went down at halftime. Um, in the concourse, just to see what people had been complaining about with concessions and all that stuff, and man, they've they've got to improve that. There's just not enough vendors down there. I mean, lines were thirty and forty deep, and and I think they can solve it. I think they've got the room to bring in more vendors, but man, the way it was Saturday, that was a little discouraging to me. I know this is going to make me sound old, but mine would have been what were the restroom lines like, you know? <laughs> well, on, on the home side, it just, I mean, it's 1960s. That's the reason they wanted to tear it down to the ground. I'm, I hate that they delayed it. I understand why they did, but, man, it would be nice to get that home side fixed. Well, and they could, they could fix underneath. They could get more vendors in there. They've got plenty of room. I just think that uh, uh, that's something that has to be addressed. All right, we heard Harry's opinion on the two quarterbacks. They want to know this cruise as well. So who wants to address the both quarterbacks getting a start before making a decision? I love it because like, I've been watching them all August, and I think they both deserve to play. Uh, and one of them will come to the surface, you know. One of them will, will be better than the other one, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles in, in uh, college football. But um, they both deserve to play. You know, Gary, one of the things is Dart had the harder game to me because they play Troy. And then this week is Central Arkansas, which Altmaier will play, and they're not very good. So he should rule in that game. So statistically, I think he will be have better statistics than Dart did. Probably so, but they, they, I mean, will, this team they will actually go with the State. eye test and look and see, and, and right. there will be a lot of stuff practice-wise will continue to be what makes that well, final the good, decision. Well, the good question for Lane next week is what what metrics does he use right. to judge them because you can't judge them based on the opponent because mm-hmm. Gordon's right. Troy is a lot better than Central Arkansas. You know, I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, why would you not give them both one opportunity like that? Uh, I don't think this is going to be the end of it. I really don't. I think most fans figure that a starter will be named for Georgia Tech, and it might be. But I got a feeling you're going to be seeing both quarterbacks throughout the year. Well, and Lane addressed it in the, in the the presser, right? The fact that he wanted to get Altmaier out there earlier, but he didn't want Dart to finish on an interception. Then you had the immediate fumble. The snap, which was bad, mm-hmm. uh, on on Luke's first time that he was out. Well, the one thing I didn't want to see was them alternating series. Yes. I just think that's ridiculous. That's I mean, why I love giving them a full yeah, game Exactly, Chuck. exactly. At least a half yeah. or three yeah. quarters. Right. And then let the other one play the last quarter or something like that. Because you can't get in a rhythm doing 
swapping series, and that's that's been the age-old formula for people that, well, we got two equal quarterbacks, so we're going to swap series. Well, then none of them are worth a damn. That's exactly right. <laughs> and, two, the point that, that I think has to be there is, you know, Dart's signal count and the way he vocalizes things is going to be different when Luke then then Luke it, it is Gary, but I don't think that's going to be a big factor because they've been doing they've been swapping first team uh, reps all August, but it it is different. You're right. Yeah, and I, I'm like y'all. I don't I don't like the flipping. You know, bringing a guy in and bringing a guy out just every series. Last time I can remember that you had kind of a two quarterback series was when Georgia had Matt Robinson and Ray Goff. And I know Chuck's old enough to remember that, but, you know, Matt Robinson was the passer and Ray Goff was the runner. Well, so, Tom, yeah. Tom Luke and Russ Shouse. Yeah, Tom Luke and Russ It Shouse. worked for us because those are two, you know, totally different team guys. Yeah. They were different type players. And, and, you know, they didn't mind sharing the spotlight. They did different things better. But, but Dart and Luke are a lot alike. I mean, they, they're going to do the same things. That's a text message that's presented by Cannon Clear McGraw. Most of the text messages, the fans are just still quarterback hungry. That's, that's well, I mean, why, sure. why would they not be? Yeah. You left the game, and that was the big question: is what are they going to do? Because everything else looked fine. Yeah, except everything for the pass pro blocking well, on, um, on the offensive line. I was going to say the <laughs> pass protection. <laughs> and that it's got to get better. And that could have been. Part but but of the I'm going to say this. Too. I'm going to say this about pass protection. If you watched any games over the weekend. Yeah. Everybody pressures now. They all pressure. And if your quarterback can't make plays under pressure, make quick decisions and accurate throws, you're not going to win because you're going to get pressure. I don't think there's an offensive line out there that's going to completely shut down any defensive line that's, you know, of equal, equal caliber. We've got like one minute for the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. What do we have in the in the injury front? I, I didn't I didn't know of anything except uh, Jaden Williams came off the field holding his shoulder, but he came back in the game, and uh, I understand he graded pretty good. Yeah, that's the only injury that occurred during the game. Everybody else is fine. So number one, you won the game. Number two, huge, healthy mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. most part. You got two W's. <laughs> Good stuff. I still say the most impressive thing for me, though, because years and years of watching us miss tackles was the tackling. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was outstanding. It was, it was there. Jake Thompson's on the other side. We'll talk with him coming up in a few. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw Real Estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline. Presented by Cannon Motors. Coming up in this segment also, we'll take a peek at some of the great college football players in the state of Mississippi. The C Spire Connolly Trophy watch list will be unveiled with the players of the week from all 10 football playing schools every Monday night on this program. So we'll take a look at that in a little bit coming up. But now it's our game day outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson PA. They represent the people. They are in among the ones that are trying to get justice with this Camp Lejeune water situation. Call them 533-9111 for Roberts Wilson PA. Now we'll make a call to this guy, Jake Thompson of the Omaha Spirit. You out there? How are y'all doing, guys? Doing great, man. You had a great article yesterday about the the grading of all the different uh, linemen, offensive linemen and defensive linemen, um, tell us tell us what your impression was of, of not only that analysis, but just your impression of the play of the both lines. Uh, you know, the defensive line. Uh, it it we we talked a lot about it, and all the guys on it: Katie Hill, JJ Piggy, Cedric, Tavius, and so on. And you know, we didn't see them get after the quarterback a lot. I know there were some sacks here and there, especially the big hit by Pegues. But I you know, I just didn't see what I was hoping to see. Now that may just be my own what I wanted to see and everybody else felt they were great. Uh but to me I, I thought maybe there's still some some meat on the bone for the for the defensive line, especially for heading into Central Arkansas offensive line. It felt like I was watching a little bit of the of the sugar bowl. A little bit like it was like that same O line that was getting worked over, not to the same degree as Baylor worked over, but was struggling obviously with pass protection. Dart never had time, a lot of the time to get his feet set. You know, some of his throws were on the run or had to run, find a new pocket, quote unquote, and and make a throw. So pass protection is something that obviously we all notice, and Kiffin knows as well. It's something that needs to improve. Well, Jay, speaking of pass protection, we saw it throughout spring. We saw it through two-a-days here in August. uh, The defensive line for Ole Miss dominated them. And, you know, Choi, they, like you said, they're going to face a lot better competition. This is not something, an off day. This is kind of a trend. Do you think that they can turn it around and get the pass protection where it needs to be by by SEC play? I think so. You know, I think nothing goes – nothing – goes a longer way or helps sharpen the iron than actually playing against other opponents where you don't know what the play is going to be where you've been seeing the same play for four weeks plus some because I'm sure some of those were the same plays they saw in the spring against that their teammates across the line and so I think nothing is better than getting that experience against the Troy and now against the Central Arkansas and Georgia Tech and so on and seeing that on film for the, for these coaching staffs to tell them alright this is what you're doing wrong you haven't seen this before. We didn't do it just like this. Now this is how you fix it. I think that they are a seasoned group. They're a veteran group. I, I think they will improve. And uh, that pass protection, you know, we could see it be better this week. Uh, you know, it could be that quick of a fix for what they're seeing on film. But I think it may take it a little time. Uh, but I'm hoping come this first road trip in a couple of weeks that that O-line looks a little bit better than it did Saturday. 
You know, I agree with you about the pass protection. I talked to one of the offensive linemen today, and he said that it wasn't a unit thing. It was more individuals here and there breaking down. They didn't have their cohesiveness. Their communication was a little bit off. Uh, You know, several of them, three of them are playing new positions. Uh, One of them's brand new a red shirt freshman, and one of them hadn't played much, the right guard, Eli Acker. So there's some newness there. Even though they're veterans, they, they haven't played their positions. And I could see where he's saying, hey, it's just one breakdown over here and one breakdown over there. To me, that's correctable. Yeah, no, it's, it's to me it's just like a five-link chain. And, as, and like you said, you've got Eli or – or Mason, or in some, you know other guys in a different spot. I mean, I know they're not a few, but a couple feet away from where they were. But that vision and perception has to look a little bit different from where they were, even if it's from left side to right side. And so, you know, that's that's something you got to get used to. And unfortunately, you can only do it by being in, in the line of fire, taking live rounds, and, and seeing that in game action. And then on Sundays or whatever film sessions they have let the coaches point it out to them. And if it is those easy, correctable individual things, then I think that O-line can be much better uh, sooner than later. You know, Jake, after the game, I listened to Lane Kiffin, and he was pretty disappointed. You know, they didn't score many points and kind of made comments that, you know, of a letdown or whatever. What do you think happened? I mean, you know, you scored, what, seven points in the second half and Troy State held them. I mean, where do you think that uh, what happened? Uh, you know, uh, Kiffin, you know, the run game was having success in the first half. I mean, Zach Evans had over 130 yards, having a great day, uh, uh, and was and chugging along. And then Kiffin admitted Saturday after the game that they opted to get away from the run game and work on some passing. I think maybe just to try to get Dart some reps, some rhythm with the receivers, just to try and find that because of how much he struggled with that, with the pass protection and just other issues Dart had uh, on his own. And, you know, I think maybe that killed some uh, some of the rhythm and momentum they had. Uh, but even on the defensive side, Troy was able to kind of gouge him a little bit, get have more chunk plays, so to speak, and, and move down the field. And they got and they got a touchdown in the second half when, when they were held to just three points uh, in the in the first half. And, you know, some of the defensive guys we talked to, I think Troy Brown was just like we kind of left our – we took our foot off their, off their necks, uh, so to speak, and – you know, I don't think that's going to happen this weekend. I think that they saw that, and the players, that is, and I think the mentalities will be a little bit better. And it, but it will be interesting to see the strategy Kiffin does on offense because he's going to have the other guy, Luke, in there. And is it going to be depend on how Luke does in the first half, what he chooses to do, or focus on? Since he has admitted these are kind of NFL preseason games to him. Uh, obviously, he wants to win them and play well, but he's also still seems like tinkering in the early parts of the season. Yeah, you know, I I agree with all that, but at the same time, you know, this this defense, they, I, I thought that they kind of got soft in the second half with their coverage because they had a twenty eight to three lead. I think they can come up and and cover a little bit tighter. Um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, obviously the running backs, Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins were the primary backs, uh, of course. Bentley got a couple of carries and made had a real nice touchdown on a short carry. But Evans and Judkins are everything they were advertised to be, in my opinion. Oh yeah, no, those are those two guys are exactly what uh, Kiffin and his and his guys 
thought they were getting when they when they got those in recruiting at the transfer portal. Uh, uh, Evans just looks like the guy that can gouge. Uh, you know, once he gets north and south, he just goes. And I think Chuck, you even wrote it that maybe Judkins was even a step faster and, and quicker than than Evans. Which, if that's the case, you, you know, I don't know if you call it thunder and lightning, whatever you want to call it. That's a tremendous one-two punch in the run game, and to see that in the first game and so either running game we don't really have to work on these guys too much besides whatever we're going to install week to week those guys have it figured out and i think bentley will get there too uh even kiffin acknowledged today that you know only getting a couple snaps or a couple carries was not by design it was just kind of i think how the game went or the situations presented themselves and bentley should see some more time but i love what i saw out of judkins uh, he impressed me did not look anything like he was playing high school football a, a year ago i mean he looked obviously he's a freshman so he's not polished and, and ready to go but he's he's heading that way quickly jake uh, as we had a central arkansas next week what what do you want to see what uh, we've talked about the pass protection we obviously been talking about the quarterback play but What's, what are you most curious to see, how much improvement they make from game one to game two? I think, uh, you know, I'd like to see, and I'm sure all of us and everybody listen, you know, a complete four quarters. Obviously, you want to see a full four-quarter game from them, not just the first half or, you know, or they a sluggish first half and they have to crawl, fight their way back for uh, the second half. I want to see a full game out of all this. And I also, you know, what's my, kind of in the back of my head, a scenario I've got in my head, what happens if Altmaier, you know, plays uh, you know a head and shoulders above dart maybe because uh, he is got it figured out or central arkansas's defense maybe not be as as tough as choice was who knows but i feel like that's just this this uh, situation kiffin's put himself in it's good it may make it murkier or maybe altmeyer just throws for 200 plus or more a couple touchdowns and and kiffin says he's our guy but i don't see that happening but I think that's a scenario that may make this more interesting uh, after Saturday. Good stuff, Jake. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll read some more on uh, the Ole Miss spirit. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Gary. Talk to you later. All right, Jake Thompson with us. The C Spire Connerly Trophy watch list is what we're going to do next. The prestigious C Spire Connerly Trophy is awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season. Each week on this show, we'll present a list of standout players from each football playing university or college in the state. Who wants to take the first? And, and Yancey and Chuck would just kind of well, I do. rotate I think through. Chuck, let's let Chuck do Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get Ole Miss now. Sophomore outside linebacker slash defensive end slash shot out of a cannon, as Yancey said, Kari Coleman. Five tackles for loss with two quarterback sacks among those. Ended up with eight total tackles. And he didn't play but 40-something snaps. I mean, come on, dude. This is this guy looks like he's going to be the real deal. Future star. Uh, another one, USM, their player of the week is Frank Gore Jr. I remember talking to Frank Gore, his dad. I mean, how many years did he run? <laughs> yeah. How close did that? Uh, he come to Ole Miss with Mike McIntyre. But now he's got a son at Southern Mississippi. He's absolutely tearing it up. He had 32 rushes for 178 yards and two touchdowns in Southern Missis- uh, Mississippi's heartbreaking loss. To Liberty, Hugh Freeze's Liberty, Chucky, 29 to 27 in a four overtime loss. Mississippi State, Will Rogers, and of course he's in the air raid offense. He was 38 of 49 for 450 yards and five TDs against a win over Memphis, who I thought that Memphis's talent level is depleted somewhat, but he played a good game. 
Absolutely. Jackson State sophomore quarterback Shadur Sanders. All he did was complete his first 17 passes of the game with four touchdowns in there, and, and they just ran all over Florida A&M. Uh, 59 to 3. He was 29 of 33, 323 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, his dad is Dion, and uh, he was the freshman of the year in the SWAC in 2021. Dion's put together a little bit of talent they down there, y'all. Good. They look like an they, SEC team. They, they look good. Alcorn State senior running back Jarvion Howard, Syracuse transfer, had 21 carries for 194 yards and one touchdown. In their tough 31 to 27 loss to Stephen F. Austin, that's a great day for any running back. That's eight yards, nine yards of carry, nine and a half yards of carry. I'm doing math in my head, which I'm not very good at. <laughs> no, we're not. In Mississippi Valley State, their player of the game is junior running back Jacoby Thomas. The MTSU transfer, just like Alcorn State, got a big transfer over there from Syracuse. Mississippi Valley State did as well. Their transfer for 14 carries. 83 yards and a touchdown in their 29-13 loss to Target College. Congratulations, Jacoby Thomas. Target College. Delta State. <laughs> Marlon Windham, nine tackles, three and a half for a loss, one sack, one pass deflection in Delta State's win over Kentucky State. I know Chuck remembers them back in the day. So. And the player of the week for Mississippi College was freshman quarterback Deontay Bono. He completed 13 of 22, 161 and a touchdown. They lost 28 to 14 to Albany State. Deontay was voted the offensive preseason player of the year in the SIAC. And there was a big showdown, crosstown rival between Millsaps and Bellhaven this past weekend. What a way to open up that season. Senior wide receiver Moise Tezzo for Millsaps hauled in seven catches on 10 targets for 80 yards and a touchdown. Unfortunately, they lost to their rival Bellhaven 49 to 21. He should win just because his name is Moise Tello, Tezzo. No doubt. Just because of name alone, he should get player of the week. And then Bellhaven's, uh, junior quarterback, Tim Johnson, he led them to a victory 49 21 over Mel Saps. He was 13 for 21 for 195 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, so he is our player of the week for Bellhaven College. C Spire has been presenting this as a title sponsor of the C Spire Connolly Trophy since the inception in 1996. Proud to continue to recognize the outstanding college football student athletes in Mississippi, which made me look back to 1996, right? Who was it? And to see who it was, and it was Trignell Thomas running back from Delta State back mm-hmm. in 1996. I remember. Uh, he still leads them for most rushing attempts in a single game, career yards, uh, the rushing yards in a single game, rushing yards in a single season. He holds it all uh, there uh, for Delta State. You know 1997, Chuck, yeah. right? Stu Patridge. Stu Patridge got that. Had a great year. Through. Look, we uh, and going through the list and just thinking about some of the players that have, that have won this award, uh, in the state of Mississippi. After uh, Stewart won, J.J. Johnson from Mississippi State, then a gentleman named Deuce McAllister uh, found his way there. Josh Bright won in 2000 from Delta State when they won a national title. Eli Manning wins it twice. Uh, and, and then how about starting like 2005? Jarius Norwood, Mississippi State running back. Patrick Willis, the linebacker from Ole Miss. And then go on into, really I'm going to start, look, Austin Davis from Southern Miss hung around and the NFL is backup for quarterback, years. got some starts for a while. And then go Bo Wallace, Ole Miss quarterback, Gabe Jackson 
from Mississippi State, Dak Prescott, back-to-back years, 2014 and 15, Evan Ingram of Ole Miss in 2016, A.J. Brown in 17, Jeffrey Simmons of State wanted in 18, Kylan Hill in 19, Elijah Moore in 2020, and Matt Corral in 2021. Gary, if we uh, counted up how much money all of those football players right have made from end? Mississippi Is that ridiculous? in the NFL, yeah. Gotta be and then you're thinking there's a guy like DK Metcalf who couldn't win the award because AJ Brown was on AJ the team, Brown won. <laughs> yep. you know, yeah. and, and and things like that. It's just amazing what the state of Mississippi has. And thank you, Ceasefire, for being a part of this and sponsoring the Connerly Trophy. I mean, I think it's a very important uh, piece for Mississippi history. We're all proud of our football, and no better way than represent it with the Connerly Trophy. We'll, well do this. Ceasefires is one of the best companies in the state of mississippi without a doubt and I, i'm proud they're in mississippi hugh mina the uh, chief executive officer ceo is super guy big rebel fan love love that company recruiting and the good bad and ugly next Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hot Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Rice. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hot Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. 
Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, one final time with you on your Labor Day evening, and then we'll uh, kind of take a pause, come back and do this after the Central Arkansas game. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segments presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976, offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles in places like Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. If you need braces or Invisalign, mention Rebel Yell Hotline to receive $500 off. Mr. Gordon, you get to go first. I get to go first. Basketball. Uh, Ole Miss basketball will host 6'8 forward, 225-pound, uh, Michaela Rich from St. Louis for official visit this weekend. Ole Miss, Kansas, Missouri are his top three, rated the one number 167 player in the country. From what our sources tell us, he can really fill it. Of course, Ole Miss battling for Josh Hubbard out of MRA, Madison Regional and Account Academy. He visited this weekend. He will announce on September 22nd between Ole Miss, MSU, Xavier, LSU, and Southern Cal. He's ranked the number 101 player on on three sports, and uh, I think the Rebels are in good with him. I do too, Gordon. Uh, football update: We had a couple official visitors. Jamarian Harkless out of Kentucky took an official official visit to Ole Miss this past weekend. He's a six four, three hundred pound defensive tackle. He was committed to Illinois and decommitted last month, and that's when the likes of Ole Miss, Georgia, Auburn, LSU, Louisville, and West Virginia entered the picture. Keep up with that name. Uh, scholar man out of Georgia, a linebacker, took an official visit to Ole Miss this past weekend after he was offered at the Juice Fest. Georgia Tech and Florida State are also heavily in the picture. Um, a couple Ole Miss commitments uh, were also in town for the weekend, two important ones from the state of Tennessee, and quarterback Marcel Reed and Bryson Sanders. They both visited Ole Miss unofficially over the weekend. And then lastly, the biggest one, I think, coming up uh, – Ole Miss has lined up an official visit with Malachi Coleman. He is the number 81 overall player in the country. He's 6'5", 190-pound athlete that Ole Miss projects to end up at safety, Chuck. Uh, I love those tall safeties like that, but he is a big-time player in Nebraska. He is from Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska does lead the ON3 RPM meter, but Ole Miss is heavily in the picture. And then lastly, in baseball, you know, they just keep turning. Ole Miss picked up a commitment from one of Mississippi's top prospects in the 2025 class in Hernando Luke Romain. He's a 6'1", 210-pound corner infielder, left-handed pitcher. I've seen the kid play for several years now. He's in my son's class, and uh, he's a good one. Ole Miss fans will really like what they're going to see from Luke Romney. All right, the good, the bad, and the ugly is presented by Delta, Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive. 
All right, it's hard to tell from one game that the coaches freely admitted after the game they were doing a lot of experimenting once they got up 28-3. to But I thought there was a lot of good in the game for the first time out with new coordinators, five new pieces on the staff, new players galore. I wasn't expecting a, a cohesive and smooth sailing game for 60 minutes. There were just too many variables to prevent a really strong showing. I thought the linebacker and safety play was outstanding. The tackling was great. Tysheem Johnson, Troy Brown, Kari Coleman, and others, they just all showed out in the game. I was impressed with our run game, immensely impressed, obviously. They gained around 260 yards, but had they stuck with the run in the second half rather than forcing the passing game to work on it, 350 to 400 yards on the ground is not unimaginable. They had 200 in the first half. For the first half, I thought quarterback Jackson Dart played okay for his first outing as a Rebel, and place kicker Jonathan Cruz looks to be money. Bad, I hate to say something was bad, so let's just say needs work. The pass protection of the offensive line needs work, and it was bordering on bad, even though they had they did not give up a sack. I was expecting a bit more pressure and production from the defensive line, but I don't know what kind of game Chris Partridge was calling. Was he holding back knowing all they had to do was keep things in front of them and they would win handily? That's the likely answer. But I still think Cedric Johnson, J.J. Pegues, Tavius Robinson, Jared Ivey, et al. will be dynamic in future games, and they're going to have to be. Ugly, I, I didn't see anything except the Rebels didn't cover the 21-point spread, <laughs> and that pissed off a lot of betters. Boy, that was a wham moment right there. Center snaps it in his rear end, and yep. they recover it inside the 20 and then backdoor the spread. <laughs> we talked uh, a little bit earlier about, you know, we were excited that college football was back, and Chuck, you asked if there were any good games coming up on Saturday. We've got about a minute left to go. Does Alabama at Texas qualify at 11 a.m. No. Saturday yeah. morning? <laughs> no. No? No? 55 to 7. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina at Arkansas. That ought to be a good game. But a really good game, but I think Arkansas is going to handle them pretty good. Arkansas K.J. Jefferson, I think, is going to be real this year. He is. Wake Forest at Vandy. We find out if Vandy is Vandy or if they're a little better they're than Vandy. we thought. They're Vandy. Yes. <laughs> they, they've scored, what, over 100 points? Yeah. Who they play? Elon and, Elon. and Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh my God. They beat Hawaii like a drum. They did, but so did Western Kentucky this I week. I like so, that coach at Vandy. I do. Uh, Kentucky and Florida. That one will be yeah, in Gainesville at be 6 okay. o'clock, same time that uh, that we tee it up here in Oxford. That one will be going on. That's the, that's the game of the week. Yeah. My right there. Oh, and don't, don't forget the game of the week. Ole Miss in Central Arkansas. <laughs> Six o'clock Holy moly. And if our fans complain about the students leaving in the second half when you're playing these kind of teams at 95 <laughs> degree heat. Oh, oh my God. Students, right. you keep doing your job and just show up in that first half. I'm going to have to get some Adderall or something. Just stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino, good job with the production, everybody. Thanks for being with us. We'll do it again next Monday night. So long. Howdy toddy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.